Hello, Malcolm here and welcome. Welcome to Quiet Time Coaching and this daily devotional podcast based on 1 Thessalonians. To quote from chapter 2 verse 12, they're aimed at encouraging, comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of God. Now, on to today's scripture. Today we're in chapter 2 verses 17 and 18. They read, But, brothers and sisters, when we were orphaned by being separated from you for a short time, in person, not in thought, out of our intense longing, we made every effort to see you. For we wanted to come to you, certainly I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. Presumably, Paul's critics have been complaining that he's not come back. Oh, yeah, he said he'd come, but we haven't seen hide nor hair of him. You can't trust that chap. He says, that's not what it was like. I've been trying to get back to you all this time, and I've made efforts again and again. And the reason I haven't come back is not because I don't want to be there, but because Satan has blocked our way. He says it's, it's like being orphaned so traumatic. Those events in Acts chapter 17, we read them as history, but but the experience of what it was like must have been very challenging. I mean, think about children orphaned by wars in places like Afghanistan or Syria or Sudan or more recently in Ukraine. That tragic separation is something that no one would want to experience, and Paul likened it to that at least. He was literally torn away. Separated means torn away. That's not what he wanted to do. It's not where he wanted to go. He didn't want to leave. He had an intense longing. Paul is no cerebral theologian. He's got a passion to be with these people. And he made every effort. The word there combines the ideas of speed and diligent. It conveys an impression of eagerness and of making a quick and a serious effort. He tried exceedingly abundantly. Imagine him traveling south from Thessalonica through Berea to Athens and Corinth attempting to figure out a way to travel north again. There was no out of sight out of mind for him. In fact the separation seems to have intensified Paul's love for them and perhaps his prayers were what for him helped him to keep them in mind And having them in his mind motivated his prayers for them. seems like one reinforced the other, a kind of virtuous circle or cycle. It's one thing to say we love people. It's another to make the effort to be with them. To pick up the phone, to send a message, to pop around, to get in touch in some way or other. Part of of what what marks us out as God's people is our efforts to be together. Sometimes that means at an event, like a church worship time together with the rest of the congregation. And also, it can be just being with one of our Christian neighbors, making sure that we set up those times, that we arrange them, that we organize them. And praying about those people makes that a lot easier, doesn't it? Who are you praying for regularly? Who are you praying for that's in your heart and that prompts you then to to make efforts to see them? I'm going to pick one or two people today to pray for and then make 
make a decision to see if you can see each other sometime soon. If Paul felt this way about people he met and was with for three weeks, how much more we can feel this way about the people that God has put into our lives that we've known for not just a few weeks, but many of us for a few years and even a few decades. It is worth praying for those people today and making the effort to see them. Thank you for listening today. It's my hope, to paraphrase chapter 1 verse 3, that your work will be produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For more notes, lessons and resources on these topics, go to my website, malcolmcox.org, and I'll finish with the last phrase of the letter. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Take care and God bless.